Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. This is your favorite podcast. I'd swipe right to that. I'm Grant Smith. And I'm Ian Castro. And we're here with episode 14. But before we get right into the episode topic itself, Ian, what are you swiping right on this week? Ooh, so as we are recording this, it is Wednesday, November 30th. Uh, and I'm going to swipe right on Wednesday, the Netflix show. Um, it was really good. Um, it is about uh, Wednesday Adams, uh, and I really I'm a big fan of the Adams family. Uh, today I could have gone to the gym or done something a little more productive. I'm doing this, but I spent about five hours binge watching the rest of the show. Each episode's an hour long, so I did five episodes. Uh, it was really good. The friend Armisen plays uh, Uncle Fester. Love me some Fred Armisen, man. Uh, but how about you? What are you swiping right on or left on this week? Gonna swipe right on the new job. I kind of alluded to it last week's uh, episode or the last episode. Um, started the new job now officially. Liking it so far. Coworkers are pretty cool. I processed an invoice today, a big one. So we moving on up in the world, baby. Yes, sorry, but feeling pretty good about that and like my my new bosses they're gonna be like out of office next week so i'm kind of just smooth sailing on board and having a pretty chill time for the rest of december which is nice yeah that's awesome so um can you disclose any of this invoice like last four of the cc uh what was the pin number anything like that yeah let me just pull up the uh the order process <laughs> form uh, right over here and uh <laughs> There we go. Uh, I mean, you'll never know, man. I, I, speaking of work, I, we, we basically have this company email where everyone has access to it. Like we have our personal and then uh, the, the, the one that everyone has access to. And whenever we don't pick up the phone, uh, it goes straight to our company email, the, like the voicemail, because we have like Mytel or something like that. It just gets sent straight there. This guy left a four minute voicemail basically telling us about this story that he thought that we'd possibly be interested in. Wasn't interested in the story, but I loved that he started the call. He's like, hi, my name is Larry or something like that. My social security number is, and then he proceeded to say his entire social security number. I'm like, is that, is Larry going around leaving his, his social security every single time he leaves a voicemail? He just wants to like call his like parents or something like that. Wish him like happy holidays. Like, hey mom, hey dad, this is Larry. My social security number, you know it. It's still three four eight. Like he just yeah. I was just set up like a like a vet appointment for his cat or something like that, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like I wonder if this has been a routine all his life. Like someone's someone pranked him one time saying you have to do that. Um, and he's just been doing it ever since, but no, he sounded like a man that was in maybe his like late fifties, early sixties. Usually they're, I, I know there's a lot of really like, they, they don't know what to put on the voicemail, but when you're calling a news station, just to tell us a story, you don't have to maybe leave it for when you call your doctor or verify some information with the bank. But I feel like you should definitely have known better. <laughs> yeah. 
imagine calling up a pizza place and like instead of giving them your card number, you just give them your social. Yeah. Hey, this is Larry. Just checking on the order. Uh, <laughs> my order number. Actually, no. I'll give you my social. Uh, so <laughs> I'll look up his social via or look up his order by looking up his social. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So, God bless him. God, God bless Larry. God bless Larry. Um, I pretended like I didn't open the message because you can always unread. <laughs> so I unread the message, closed out the email. I was like, not touching it. I'm not even gonna act like I did anything with it because <laughs> we could. I could ruin this guy's life, but he's putting himself out there like that. But enough about him. <laughs> What's up with you, Grant? What's uh, What are we talking about today? Well, today we're going to be talking about holiday meals, you know, and like with holidays, you wrap like presents and things like that. Aside, on a side topic, uh, there's also the Spotify wrap has came out today. So I guess before we get even more into the podcast topic, Ian, yes. any, any thoughts on your uh, Spotify wrap this year? Yeah, thank you. I actually completely forgot that we were going to go over that. Um, yeah, this has actually been the most interesting Spotify wrapped. Like uh, the other ones have made sense to me. I've basically, I've had Spotify, this is the fifth year now. Um, and every other year has made sense. Like when, an, uh, when a big album for me comes out, like Mumford and Sons or the vaccines or something like that, obviously like half the album is going to take up my top five, but this year was a toss up. Like I was actually shocked, but uh, before I, you know, give any more details, how about you? How do you feel about yours? Mine was a lot more unique this year, I think, because last year was the first year I like got Spotify, like really mm. like used it. Mm. Um, so like last year, mine was mainly just Mane Skin. This year, it, no, last year was Mane Skin and a bunch of like lo-fi hip hop beats, because that's what I would like use to listen to like while at work. Um, this year, it was a good mix of Kanye. Uh, old Kanye, though. Old Kanye. Can't stress that enough, folks. Uh, graduation. None of none of the new controversial stuff. Just the graduation album. It's a good album. I promise. I promise. Okay. Um, but a lot of Kanye, a lot of Mane Skin. Um, who else was there? Uh, shit, I just posted about it. Yeah, while well, you get yours pulled up, uh, yeah, so my top five uh, were all bands that I saw this year, which makes sense as well, but I was just, I was shocked by maybe the order of it, because I have Illuminati Hotties, they're like, I, I got into them like heavy this year, definitely at the beginning of the year, because we saw, them, Grant and I saw them in uh, February, and I guess we were nonstop listening to her uh, on the road trip up because we saw her in Atlanta and then on the way back as well. So that probably skewed it. And then throughout the year, I always like sprinkle in a song or two, probably daily. So it doesn't really come as a surprise when I think about it, but to see it there first was very interesting. And then I have The weekend, Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Sunflower Bean and Joji. Um, before Wrapped came out, I thought it was probably going to be Sunflower Bean or maybe Marcus Mumford because Marcus Mumford, my favorite artist, uh, came out with that album this year. 
he wasn't even in the top five, which was very intriguing to me. But his album come, came out like in September. So maybe because it was later in the year, it didn't have enough time to accumulate. Yeah, interesting. Joji came out with a new album too, as well as Smithereens. Yeah, you, you see, even though Joji came out with an album, it is fucking 24 minutes long. Or is it real? 27. Yeah, dude, it's ah. so short. It's like one side of a disc. Like, that's like insanely sh- I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I was I was completely shocked with how short it was and me listening to it the the first time through, like I didn't look at the runtime to start off and then when it ended I was like I just I like just started what I was doing or something. Yeah. Were you in any uh like top listeners, like top percent of listeners for any particular artists? Yeah, I was in uh the top point oh one or yeah t- like top point oh one percent for illuminati hotties um so that was pretty good um i was in the top listeners for uh another podcast talking yanks yeah um and then we could talk about our raft a little bit uh what was that how many minutes did we have 679 I yeah think. So we have 679 minutes of content that we put out this year, I guess, during wrapped period. Like we're still putting out episodes, but they only track from January to October. And then uh, our number one uh, episode for this year was fast food restaurants, which was episode four. And then our listeners personality is the enthusiast. So that means that we have some very avid fans uh i.e my mom your mom <laughs> your sister. sisters <laughs> thank you rohana too yeah rohana so yeah though we have some very avid listeners <laughs> i like the spotify rap this year i like i like some of the colors and the graphics that they did um i like how they did like the posters of like the top like uh artists that you listen to the one thing that sucks though was Kanye because if Kanye was in your top uh like artists well his his most recent album was Donda which is just the black uh it's just a black album cover like it's just a black square so it just looks very lame I'm not gonna I'll send you a photo yeah please do because like it does not look cool at all really it looks like very out of place let me see yeah, while while you're sending that, uh, did you mention who was the other four on your list? Uh, let me see. One second. No, you're good. I was also in the top four percent of uh, Kanye listeners as well. Uh, hey, there we go. You're like you are in the top four percent, aka only only like. 15 people still listen to Kanye. Here, I sent you a photo. You'll see what I mean, though, where it's like, if you look at the poster of all the other artists, <laughs> it's just a black screen. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that um, is pretty funny. The other artist that I had was Kanye, Mane Skin. Uh, Boy With Uke was an interesting one that I just like kind of got into this year. Uh, 
but kind of like acapella type of guy. Well, he does some does some instruments and things like that. Uh, Crywank, like uh, in my emo sadness. And then Aries was a pretty interesting artist. Uh, ben had recommended me him. And I actually like a lot of his, I get Post Malone vibes from him. Um, but would definitely recommend it if you're like looking for like a pop synth type of artist. He uses a lot of good synths in his songs. Um, so good stuff there. Yeah. I mean, to be completely honest with you, uh, those, yeah, those three, four, and five, never heard of them. So I'll have to give them a listen for sure. Crywank's been around for a good while. Uh, a lot of very sad songs, though. It's just like very depressive, which can be some people's taste. But other times, like, it's just, yeah. No, I mean, just so I you know what you're getting Joji. into. <laughs> yeah sure. yeah but yeah good stuff uh we decided to you know do that little segment before because uh it came out today like i legit i i saw that apple replay which is a poor man's spotify wrapped let's be honest uh replay came out yesterday and i was like that probably means spotify rap is coming out soon um and i took my i took a nap after work this morning and i woke up with like eight notifications for spotify wrapped on top of the email that they sent out on top of if i have post notifications on for anybody people were posting their their stuff on their story i was like whoa <laughs> even uh twitter they did something where if you like or spotify if you liked one of spotify's tweets on uh twitter it would like send you daily reminders until uh the spotify wrapped like officially like released i i ended up liking the tweet like the day before so i only got it like one notification once but i thought that was kind of a cool little like marketing thing you know to lead up to it yeah that's awesome actually uh because i knew it usually came out around i mean uh, december 1st so did they do it a day early or is it because other countries are already in december 1st maybe maybe yeah like probably like asia or like yeah i know the philippines they're definitely they were already in you know the future already yeah like 12 hours ahead or something that makes sense yeah so hey i it was a good little wake up surprise after i took my nap and yeah i'm kind of happy about it i I, I've, i've been listening to my top 100 songs on on repeat all day you see, I like that too, how they put together that little album for it of all those. Like yeah. a lot of them I like. I had Illuminati Hotties on there as well too. Because so I would always mix in uh, some of their songs during like a bike run or like something like that, like in the gym. You know, yeah, so. Sure. Sweet. Uh, speaking of going to the gym, kind of our topic today is the opposite of that. What you might do after... I guess after you have a big uh, holiday meal, is what we're getting into today. Um, Ian, in terms of your holiday meals, is this like the type of stuff that you look forward to, like once a year, where you're really like, "Oh man, I can't wait to have this," or is this stuff you feel like you have like kind of throughout the year? Yeah. So uh, we are talking about holiday meals, and basically what we're doing today is uh grant put together his ideal meal i put together mine and how i structured mine is kind of the majority of it is you're gonna have this once maybe twice a year 
especially with family, especially with my grandma. Um, we're going to have it probably Thanksgiving time. And then she also makes a big Christmas meal as well. So, yeah, this is basically what to expect around these, like, kind of holiday times. She, she, like, sometimes, like, she loves to cook. So sometimes maybe we even have it for Easter, if anything. Really? I don't think I've had, like, an Easter meal. I feel like most of the time it's always saved around, like, Thanksgiving, of course, and then, like, Christmas most of the time, too. We'll kind of, like, have to do a big meal for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, Grant, do you want to get into what your ideal meal is? Uh, We can structure it maybe, like, entree side dessert, or you can say it how whatever order you want. I'm gonna start with the side on this one, but for me, it's kind of it's kind of the coupe de gras, the biggest thing that I always look forward to every holiday meal time. It's the pepperoni stuffing. If you get like just like stovetop stuffing, you know, like just those those red cardboard boxes. I got an extra one, so I could pull it up real quick. But um, just one of those boxes. It doesn't matter which type you do. They got low sodium. They got pork. They got uh chicken stuffing. Like all of that's good, all of that's nice and dandy, but what adds on to it even better? Just take some pieces of pepperoni, you chop them up into little uh into little quarters, throw that in. Chef's kiss. Tastes amazing whenever you mix it into stuffing. It's even better if you add in like uh like a holy trinity, if you add in like that celery, uh some onions, some carrots too. Um, those are always really good. But the pepperoni stuffing is something that me and my family love. It was funny because I hung out with my mom that day. I, I like hosted for Thanksgiving. And later on in the afternoon, uh, she got a call from my aunt. My aunt had asked her if she had the pepperoni stuffing. Because it's just, it's just a Smith family tradition, really, is that we always do it. <laughs> that is very interesting to me because I don't think I've ever had that. I'll be completely... I'm completely blown away by it. Yeah, like that's very interesting. Uh so it's normal stuffing, but you do put just like pepperoni on it. Yep. You could always okay. add more to it as yeah. well. Like like I'm saying, like what'll enhance it even more is if you add like celery, uh carrots and like onions in it as well too. Um yeah. but after making it, it's like I kind of want to make it again. So maybe for Noel's uh, little party, I might I might bring a little something as well. Uh if he's accepting dishes yeah no i mean i'm sure i doubt he would (laughs) deny a dish to be brought but yeah i mean hey if you're gonna do it you're gonna do it man like i'll help out i'll 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 chip in uh with making it if uh i get the chance to try it because that seems very interesting and uh yeah i'll swipe right on it i've never had it but i'm gonna swipe right i'm intrigued when i i opened this list right before we recorded this and that immediately got my eye got caught on that one so smith family tradition sign me up no every year at like all the smith family members usually on my mom's side we'll have uh pepperoni stuffing uh this year my other aunts and everybody they didn't do it but we're keeping the tradition strong so cool cool but easy swipe right on on that for me ian what about you yeah for sure so I guess, well, I think I think everything that you're gonna put on your list is gonna be a swipe right for you. <laughs> Same for me. Uh, so, I that was a very specific side dish 
And I don't know if I can top that, but I'll try my best with descriptive words and all that. Uh, I'll start with a side as well. Um, in my holiday meal, you got to have, I even wrote this down, a bomb-ass side. I should have wrote a bomb-ass cheese side because both of these, uh, wait, eh, that kind of, kind of matches up. Uh, I'm going to, I put mac and cheese or mashed potatoes. I'm just going to, I'm going to get rid of the mac, mashed potatoes and just talk about the mac and cheese. So with the, with my grandma's mac and cheese, uh, you know, everything she does, she's doing it from scratch. Um, that means she's rolling each individual little mac. No, <laughs> uh, no, but it's basically like a casserole, like the way it's dished in the pan. You got to like use one of them skillets to break it apart and like scoop it out. You you have the melted burnt cheese on top. That is the best part. Everyone's fighting for one of those end pieces. At least I am. Not sure how everyone else is feel uh, feeling about it, but you you get one of those end pieces where it's most burnt because of the pan, and that you're just in savory goodness heaven basically. And I don't know if you can pick it up on my microphone, but when you when you are touching the mac and cheese, it can you hear that? Mm. Kind of, yeah. You know, you know that's you know the you know the the sound that <laughs> that, that mac and cheese kind of makes. You know, like like, like that <laughs> Yes, that wop sound. <laughs> so when you when you have that good mac and cheese wop sound, mixing around on your plate, getting in your mouth, it's a great time. That shit bussing. <laughs> exactly, man. I hope I described it well enough because you had a very specific side. I kind of went with a generic one, but I tried to make it, try to give a little twist to it. Y'all had like uh, breadcrumbs or anything like on top of it or just like layer it with cheese mm. on the top too? Hell yeah. I'd, I would not be opposed to some breadcrumbs. D she didn't do it this year, uh, but yeah. That's that's definitely something I've had in the past. Uh, but no, I think mainly it's about the cheese. Like maybe I don't even I don't have to ask. Maybe she I would knowing her, she's probably uses like a couple different types of cheese as well. That mozzarella, that, that parmesan, all, all the exactly. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So how you feel about that, Grant? You gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna definitely swipe right to that. I'm yeah. glad you I'm glad you led with the mac and cheese because uh, if you said the mashed potatoes, I hate to tell you, Ian, but I'm a I'm a tater hater. I don't I don't like mashed potatoes at all. So, like any mashed form, or do you like loaded mashed, potatoes? Mashed potatoes. I don't like uh, applesauce either. I don't like like. So you and me, we've had we've had the the great cookie debate of uh what was it 2016 2017 where uh you and me like uh Ian really likes hard cookies I like my soft cookies but there's a there's a limit to softness folks where if it's too soft it's not worth eating like I don't like having clumps of something like I don't like like I'm not a big fan of oatmeal I don't like mashed potatoes I don't like applesauce like I don't want my food to be that soft. You know, anything where you can also eat it with a straw. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> like you think it should like mashed potatoes or potatoes should be solid. Yes. 
Okay. Like, uh, you remember at, at, at Dala, how they had, like, the, the potato cart, you know, and you got, like, the whole potato, and, like, you got yeah. to put the stuff in, like, a potato bar. Like, at least that was, like, more solid, you know? Yeah. 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 Shout out to all my, all my discovery peeps who know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you, do you have also a vendetta on the way, like, mashed potatoes and stuff are served? Because you could, like, honestly, you could just plop. I don't like that either. Anything that could be served with a sloshy plop, you don't like. What am I in prison? You're gonna you're gonna give me a prison lunch tray and you're just gonna slop the stuff on? Nah, no, no, no. I I I don't like it like that. Okay, well I'm glad I chose the mac and cheese. So yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Nice. (laughs) I'm glad we both swiped right on each other's sides. Um, where are you gonna go next? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump on over to the entree. You know, uh, turkey, chicken, ham, any of that. Pretty, pretty good staple. That's what's gonna bring the people together. Your protein. Um, this year I made uh chicken in like an air fryer recipe, which I really love. And the key to good air fryer chicken is letting the chicken marinate with all the seasonings. You but you gotta put in. The, the olive oil, the garlic cloves, um, salt, pepper, of course. Uh, I do garlic powder, uh, some ground cumin, and paprika. Even though paprika doesn't like taste like anything, it just makes it look like that much better when it comes out as well. So I season it pretty well. I'll add in like some other stuff, uh, chili lime, onion powder, and all that. Um, but I'm I'm feeling like a foodie today, so that's why I'm being very descriptive with all my ingredients. No, no, you should be. Like this was this is a food episode, so for sure, I I love. I basically uh, every like uh, spice that you just mentioned, I have in my cabinet, and whenever I make chicken, uh, I use that. I don't have an air fryer, but I use uh, like a pan, like a like skillet, and that's how I season my chicken. Yeah, they get just put that shit on let it marinate though man that is the key let like what I've, I've seen those tiktok recipes too now where i'm learning all the all the hidden chicken hacks basically if you take a fork and you just stab the chicken a bunch of times and then you like put it in the bag with seasoning with the olive oil you leave yeah. it like in the fridge for 30 minutes all those like juices are gonna seep into the chicken because you've already poked it with the fork so many times so much more flavor so much more flavor flavor Okay, yeah. I'm actually going to have to try. Wait, so when you do that, is it when it's raw that you're poking it or no? When it's raw? Okay. So, okay. Like what I'll do is like I'll take a bowl and um, I mean, there, there are other ways you can do this. I'll take a bowl. I'll like spread some olive oil in the bowl and then I'll like put all of my seasonings in the bowl, kind of mix it together. Also lemon juice, like some lime juice in there too also makes it very zesty. Um, I'll mix it all up to there. And then on the side, I'll have my chicken, I'll wash it. Uh, after that, I will like get rid of any fat and then just stab the shit out of it with a with a fork until it's like looks like a murder victim. And then I'll just take a plastic bag, put the chicken in the plastic bag, put in all of like the the bowl of seasonings with the olive oil and everything. So that way it like seeps into the chicken. Okay. I love that. That's awesome. A little I I mean, yeah, you said chicken, turkey, ham, swiping right. Yeah, for sure. That, that Those all are amazing. 
Um, I'll go to my entree as well. Uh, my grandma this year for Thanksgiving, I'm basically using Thanksgiving, uh, this year as like my, my, uh, my examples. Uh, my grandma had turkey and ham, uh, and both of them were bomb. I think I, I'm just a big fan of edges. Like, you know, like I loved the edge of the mac and cheese. I love the edge of ham. Like having some of that skin of the ham where it's like chewier than the rest of it. And it's just so, ah, so good. Uh, but for my entree, I said turkey and stuffing. Uh, I'm not like, I'm pretty sure, again, she does like, she does everything from like scratch. Uh, she like, she does, she makes that stuffing. It's not going to be anything that you put on like the microwave or anything like that, which I've had it before. It's completely fine, but it's just, it tastes different, you know? And it's not one of those things where she stuffs it in the turkey either. It really? is the turkey. Yeah, no, she doesn't do that. Um, she makes the turkey. This year, it was very juicy. And with the turkey, it, it really does have to have that juice. You don't want it to be too dry or anything like that. I'll be completely honest. The other years that she's had turkey, basically my entire life, has been dry as fuck. And <laughs> that's not been my favorite thing at all. But this year, it was just juicy. You put, you like, you grab a bite of the stuffing and you grab a bite of that turkey. Maybe you put it in a little bit of uh, gravy, even though you don't like. Do you like gravy? Not really. Either. Not really. Not you thing. see, no. I'm not a big putting gravy on top of things, but I'll dip it. Um, and then that's your bite that you're putting in your mouth, man. Some turkey stuffing, a little bit of gravy, um, a little bit of love. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the uh, the Butterball Hotline? Uh, are we going to talk about this on air? What did you say? The Butterball Hotline. Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah, I thought you said Bad Bitches Hotline. No, but uh, so I'm thinking you haven't heard of it before. No. So basically, it's like a hotline dedicated to like just cooking turkeys around Thanksgiving. Like you can call it's like one eight hundred Butterball. Um, you can call it, and it'll give you like the best practices. Like it'll tell you all of the right like safety measures. Because I think a lot of times people like they just don't know how to cook a turkey. You know, yeah. um, it's an actual service that you can call. They'll make sure like you're cooking it to the right temperature. Like they'll tell you the right internal temperature to do it. Um, yeah, just a little fun fact. Yeah, if, if you ever get in that situation in the future where you need to be the one cooking the turkey, and they got a hotline for you, uh, where they'll give you the best tips and everything for it as well too. So actually, yeah, this was a, a very good conversation that uh, I had at work. Um, we were talking about like, so when we are the ones responsible for people coming over to our house for Thanksgiving, like maybe when we are in our sixties, maybe seventies, are is there just not going to be any more turkey dinners around Thanksgiving? Because I we were asking around the room, like basically the entire newsroom, we're like, do you know how to make a turkey? Do you know how to make a turkey? We're all like, fuck no. <laughs> so i wonder <laughs> when we are that age we all just never learned how to make a turkey and it's just not a thing anymore and the turkey population in the wild just has grown four times because no one's fucking 
<laughs> killing them anymore because Everyone's no one knows how to fucking cook them. <laughs> Everyone's too scared to make one, so that just the demand goes down. Yeah, Grant, like, let's let's be honest with each other. Are, are you going to make turkey ever? That's why I made chicken. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, I, man, I, I just don't know. I mean, if worst comes to worst, I'll call the hotline, but oh my gosh, that it's just such a, it seems like such a hassle and there's so many instructions. You got to keep an eye on it. Um, there are, you gotta countless... make sure it bo- oh, well, there's in fact, you got to make sure that it like gets to the right temperature. Cause if you try to add stuffing with it too, like, yeah. yeah. That can get contaminated. Just because, like, you need to cook them both separately, both the stuffing and the turkey, and then put the stuffing inside. So you need to make sure they both get to the right temperature. Otherwise, you risk your stuffing getting like salmonella. Exactly. So it's like it's to your point. Who who wants to go through that hassle? Exactly. So who knows? Maybe enjoy these last couple of turkeys because uh, next twenty years, thirty years from now. <laughs> our generation is gonna have to start cooking those oh i don't know about that well i think we'll go for like a vegan substitute of turkey by that point where it'll just be microwavable maybe Probably you know easier. how like uh with chicken uh vegan chicken is called chicken chicken yeah uh with turkey would it be turkey <laughs> we're, we're gonna make a turkey Turkey, 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 turny, turny. I feel like there's like a pun you can make with like phony and turkey. Turkey, turkey. It's it's all right. It's yeah. it's not it's not good. It's just turkey. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Nice. I like that one better. Um, but yeah. I mean, we have we both have some pretty good entrees. What what is your what are your thoughts on stuffing? I know you have pepperoni stuffing, but do you like like the uh, the generalized stuffing at all? Generalized stuffing is still good. Like Stovetop makes a pretty good stuffing all around. Um, there are other brands out there that are like more high quality, I think, for it. Um, stuffing overall, I, I I love. It's weird how it's like only Thanksgiving or like Christmas time thing. Like I feel like you could have it like more times throughout the year. When I lived in downtown, I saw it was on sale and I grabbed it. And I was like, huh, this feels really out of place eating it. Like yeah. it's like having candy corn in April, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is pretty interesting. Uh yeah, no, you can't really have it any other time. It's like November and December. You're good. Uh where are you going next? I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the to the brown beans. Another another type of little side side item there. Uh bushes baked beans. They make they make some good beans. You put them in the pan. You let them sizzle. Uh, I don't really add anything extra to the beans. I just, I just eat them from the can, man. They, they make them good. You know, <laughs> you don't even take them out of the can. It's like one of the one of the one of those nights. <laughs> Didn't go grocery shopping. Uh, don't get paid till two days from now. <laughs> what was it? It was like uh those um I think SpaghettiO sells them like those uh those weenies those beans and weenies. Where it's like uh, the cut up pieces of like uh, hot dog. Oh, Vienna sausages. Yeah, or no, no, it's like um, get them in a can where it's just like pieces of hot dog and like brown beans that you can like mix together. Oh, I don't. Sure. <laughs> it's 
It's all right. I, I remember having them as a kid. They're all right. Um, You're like, Mom, <laughs> are we okay? <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> Weenies in a can, you know, so... Uh... I'm not having them anymore now. I'm having, I'm having just the, just the, just the beans. So <laughs> you're asking yourself, am I okay? <laughs> but simple, simple swipe right on on that one. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not as like particular about my beans as I am my stuffing. So <laughs> what about you, Ian? uh i really like yeah you gotta have some type of bean uh, uh come or, come around this holiday time uh whether that be brown beans or or black beans you got uh green beans green beans <laughs> why did i blank out on the other beans there's like only three colors basically um yeah those uh i i associate beans i'm gonna expand it oh I'm going to expand. Sorry, I just dropped something. I'm going to expand it a little bit to peas as well. How are you feeling about peas? Like, I like green peas and all that kind of good stuff. You kind of like the way I eat. I don't really care if uh, that kind of touches. So if, I, if I'm doing a little scoop, maybe some beans and peas are going to mix together. And <laughs> I'll eat both at the same time. See, I was that type of picky eater as a kid where I had the tray where I like ate my food separately. I guess that's why like now I don't like the I don't like the the super soft stuff that reminds me of the lunch tray, you know. Um, but no, like I was like that type of kid where I just couldn't have anything touching. Um, now I don't care. Like like you said, like I don't care if my peas touch. Uh, but if you're mixing peas with mashed potatoes, I'm going to still tell you to get out of my house because um, mashed potatoes are just. Blech. Yeah. Blech. But these on its own are good. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like I I yeah, when you said brown beans, yeah, they give me a pass as well. But I really I'm looking at your list right now. Like I don't know if I'm this may be is this gonna be our first episode where we don't swipe left on anything? I know oh, you I swiped left on mashed potatoes. Mashed yeah. potatoes, but I did I, I decided to annex that from my list. Well, Let's see if they're well. It's your turn now, so let's see if you say anything that I disagree with. Ooh, well, I I think this one's pretty agreeable. Uh, I'm talking about them rolls. Rolls. Yeah. So let's think about it. You got those. Uh, you got a, a variety. You just have to have some type of of bomb ass bread, basically. Um, that can be some Hawaiian rolls that you get from the store. That can be some cornbread that uh you can make. Um, that can be some biscuits um on thanksgiving i did have to work but um one of our our staff members our senior staff members decided to uh cook for everybody and she brought she uh baked rolls in the shape of hearts those were delicious and actually eating love like i said <laughs> that sprinkle some love on it earlier but that was legit love right there um Am I missing any other type of bread that you can have around this time? Yeah, I feel like sweet rolls, like you said, wine rolls. I'm not a fan of cornbread, though, so I'm going to swipe left on that. You don't like cornbread? Okay, give me the backstory on that because cornbread is so good. Have you ever had Publix cornbread? 
I don't think so. From the from their bakery section, no, no, that no. Oh, oh my gosh! Next time we hang out, Grand, that is to die for. That's what you'll bring to the to the party. Yeah, no, we're, we're, the party we keep talking to is this Christmas Eve party we're thinking about going to. Uh, but uh, yes, I'll I'll do it, Grant. Like, if I can turn you on to cornbread, if that's the one thing I can do in my life, before the end of twenty twenty two, before the end of twenty twenty two, you're right. Yeah. I'm down for it. I, I don't know. Just haven't been big on it. And the same thing with carrot cake. Like, I don't know why we're why we're trying to mix all these vegetables and all these fruits in our bread. It's like no. how parents it's like how how parents try to sneak uh, broccoli in your brownies. What? No, no, no. Yeah, like, that was a thing. Like, I remember, like, on uh, on the TV shows, like, that's what parents would do is they would, like, try to sneak, like, vegetables into, like, brownies to get their kids to, like, eat them uh i think we call that nowadays like weed brownies or pot brownies probably, probably. yeah but yeah like uh, you gotta do cornbread right it's it's one of those things where it cannot be dry it has to have the right level of moisture and sweetness but like savoriness to it as well so well i'll get you i'll, I'll get you some cornbread and we'll see we'll see how you feel about it but in general you need a you need some type of bread, right? Okay. You need them. You need the carbs. You need the carbs. There we go. We need it, but we don't need it. But we need it. <laughs> cool. Speak, speaking of something sweet, uh, another item on my list is uh, sweet corn casserole. I had I had this that I had this this year. Uh, Mom brought from Publix. Really good. It this like I would. I know I've never been a casserole type of person. I just don't think I've had many of like casseroles before. But sweet corn casserole, oh my gosh, Publix did an amazing job of this. Folks, if sweet corn casserole you see is on sale after Thanksgiving, pick some up. It does take a long time to cook, but it is worth it. How long? Uh, For us, I think it was like, 30 minutes in the oven like on like 350 but even then like it still gets a little bit cold in the middle so you really have to make sure it bakes right all around um like i had a bunch of leftovers for it and i couldn't have enough of it man like i was eating it almost every day like i mean i i, I like portioned it out so that way i wasn't like eating all of it but over these past few days where i've had it it's been so good so so good that is awesome cold. Just yeah. casserole, sweet corn. It ta- it's like its own dessert with how sweet it is. That's awesome. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into the dessert yet, but that sounds amazing. That's another thing on your list that I can't say that I don't think I've had a sweet corn casserole. I feel like that's something I would probably remember. Um, I'll, ref- I'll you know what? This I've I've been swiping right. I'll refresh the app on that one because I'll have to try it for myself. True. Um, but. Yeah, that's that's a good. I really like your descript the like description of it as well. Um, speaking of corn, um, I put on my list sweet corn off the cob, but I kind of want to have this debate with you. With this corn, does it besides casserole, um, does it belong on or off the cob to eat? You know, as a kid, I would go to Chili's and. I would usually get a like kids pizza and with it I would get as my side um usually like corn on the cob. And while I enjoyed 
my Chili's Kids pizza with corn on the cob on the side. Biting into corn on the cob, it's not that great of an experience. I'm going to be real. Like, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's an experience. It's unique. It's kind of, but it's kind of like eating wings at the same time. Because you got to really bite into it. You really got to rip it off. You know, just like with wings, unless you're like a throat goat and like you can just like take off all the chicken in one bite, you know, I've seen TikToks where people do that. Like, but corn, you can't do that because you got to get everything. You got to turn it. That is my experience with corn on the cob and my stance. Ian, what about you? Wait, so your stance is that you'd prefer it off? Off the cob. I'm so okay, left yeah. to it on the cob. Okay, got it. Um... Okay. Basically, uh, this year I had it off the cob, but I feel like I really enjoy it on the cob, to be honest, because it's you're right. No, it is an experience. That experience can uh, be a little daunting sometimes because you're eating the rest of your meal and then you look over and you're like, oh, shit, I still have to pick this thing up, like physically pick it up. I can't even use a fork. And I have to <laughs> like revolve it, but I really, I enjoy it still, even though it gets stuck in your teeth. Um, it's a hassle. I'm really not selling this a lot right now, but I don't, it's just something like my mom one time said that corn on the cob tastes better than corn off the cob. And I was like, how though? <laughs> it's the fucking same thing. And it's, but that's always been in the back of my mind, I think. But yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> well, I agree with her though. It does kind of taste better sometimes because like it's a lot easier to butter too. Mm, and that's the other like yeah. I mean, there are definitely drawbacks to corn on the cob, like the experience of eating it. But taste, I feel like it is better because it's a lot easier to butter. But that's the other drawback to it, where if you're having this buttery thing in your hand and you're trying to eat your meal. And then you have to switch back to your forks and knives. You're going to have buttery forks and knives as you're like biting yeah. and everything else. So my grandma hasn't had this in a while, but I remember growing up and I don't think a lot, I don't think a lot of restaurants do this or at least not the restaurants I'm going to, but she has corn on the cob stickers where you stick it into the ends of the corn and then you only have to grab the ends of that and you would revolve it that way yeah yeah i haven't i haven't seen her bust it out in a while uh but i remember those growing up so maybe we should invest in some just for around the house because it's not like they're like disposable those are they're like metal stick them in there you can wash them afterwards so it could be a lifetime investment of you eating corn on the cob from now on I feel like this is something that should be on like Shark Tank, to be quite right. honest. Yeah. No, imagine, oh my gosh. As you said, Shark Tank, I just thought of an invention where you have two drills and you slowly revolve. You like, like you turn on the drill, iron, like you eat it as you're, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've seen TikToks of that where people will actually stick a fucking drill and their corn on the cob. Really? They'll try to bite it. It goes super fast. They're going to chip a tooth, but like... Oh my god. No, I haven't seen those. That's pretty funny. Well, I guess I guess people have already done it. <laughs> All send right. one later to you. It's, it's, a, it's a poor man's corn on a... <laughs> corn on a drill. Corn yeah. on a drill. Okay, so 
my final verdict is I think it would be the opposite of you actually. So yeah. I'll swipe right to on the cob. I'll swipe left and off the cob. Although I can eat both. Yeah. yeah. It's it, when it's off the cob, I feel like it's more like a topping, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where well it's on the cob, it's like the main thing. Nice. Nice. But for my last dessert, this was something yeah. that I had the pleasure of trying out this year. Apple pie, but you put some vanilla ice cream on top of it. Like you heat up the apple pie to where it's like nice and warm and you get a slice of it and then you just put some yeah. vanilla ice cream on it to let it melt. That that tastes that tastes real good right there. That is amazing. Like I did not have the pleasure of having apple pie or any type of pie this year, but yeah, hopefully maybe I'll try to do something for uh, Christmas with my family, trying to do some, some type of pie because man, do I miss it? Is it, do you, uh, how, how do you feel about the crust? Are you, are you more of a, are you trying to get just the center of it or do you, do you want to get a lot of crust in that, that pie that you're slicing for yourself? For me, I'm like I I just like the whole slice. It's like a pizza. Where if I get the pizza, I'm gonna eat the crust too. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not one of those plebeians who doesn't eat the crust, you know. Um, for me, I'm not even like really a pie guy as much. But like apple pie, I pl I really enjoy it. I, I like it, especially with the the vanilla ice cream combo. I think it's great. Um, Solid dessert choice. And that's it something where like like most people will just go for like cookies or like something kind of chocolate or sweet. This is something where it's almost like healthy because it's an apple. Not really. But yeah. It, not... goes... <laughs> it goes back to like carrot cake. Like why why are they trying to insert all of these fruits and foods into our into our desserts? But some of yeah. them work. Some of they them do. Work. They do. How do you feel about the uh, apple pies from like uh Burger King? I don't like those. Like even like the the apple pies from like McDonald's. Like I'm not, I'm not in love with those. I know some people go crazy for them. Nah, not me. Not. I feel like those get like a little too processed. They're not made with like the oh, same yeah. love that Publix like uses when they're making their apple pies. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I I'll enjoy it every now and then, but it's not my like, go to thing when I go to like like McDonald's or anything like that. Uh, but you get me a, a pie at a party for like around the holiday times. Hell yeah. I'll swipe right on that any day, especially, oh yeah. You mentioned the ice cream and being a little warm. Woo! That's some, that's some shit right there. Look at You see my shirt. That's what I'm doing with that pie right there. It's just, ah. <laughs> oh man, that's some good stuff. Uh, my dessert choice. I, I'm kind of having a the uh, like a what is my life kind of moment because my grandma my entire life has called this dessert sin in a pan i looked up because i wanted to give an accurate description to you on what it is um and the only things that are popping up it's called sex in a pan so i realized that she has changed the word sex or to, yeah sex to sin and i've been calling that it, it that my entire life Realizing that she's basically saying sex is a sin. 
like having a, a sin on the beach, you know? Sin yeah. yeah. <laughs> God dang. Oh, that's that's hilarious. I did <laughs> my entire life. I, I never looked it up. I just I just thought it was called sin in a pan. Um, yeah, it's called sex in a pan. It is a cake um, to give you some of the ingredients with it. You get some butter, sugar, flour, uh, pecans, pecans, apparently. I don't, I'm not sure if she put it in hers. Um, but this is like the most important part, the filling on the inside. This is what makes it so delicious. You have icing, like sugar icing, whipped cream, and cream cheese. You top it off. Like that's on the inside of the fucking cake, Grant. Like I the uh the butter, sugar, flour, and the pecans, uh, I guess, are like the base. And then on top of all of that, you're gonna put in chocolate instant pudding. So you have some pudding in it, you have vanilla pudding, you get some uh a chocolate bar and you grate it on the top. Uh you, you can also just use uh chocolate chips. God. It is insane. That's why it's probably called sex in a pan because you're putting basically all these different types of desserts, chocolate, like chocolate bars, pudding, whipped cream, cream cheese, actual cake icing, and you're putting it all together. Damn. It when, is so when you yeah. when you first told me about sin in a pan, I thought it was like a play on like cinnamon roll, like a cinnabon. Or something like that. Oh, I was no. expecting to hear like cinnamon in that ingredient list. No, it was just apparently my grandma's been filtering me my entire life. But no, that sounds really good though. Shit. Oh yeah, like that can immediately. I, I mean, that's I mean, desserts are for the end of the meal. Uh, you eat that, you're basically you're done for the day. <laughs> you can you you could take your nap. You can you could say you know what. I can I can probably just knock off. Yeah. Well, I'll let the kids uh, play at the kitty table. I'm gonna go take five on the couch. Yeah, exactly. But that's something else. I mean, I have the recipe pulled up right in front of me. I really like baking. Uh, maybe this is something that I'll do for the party as well because, whoo, just uh, just thinking about it. Wow, that that stuff was good you know i can imagine man yeah but how do you how do you feel about uh your meal like are you are you at this point you basically mentally already had everything we only only we we basically limited our list to five items four for the main dish one dessert is there anything else that you would like to add really quick to yours or are you pretty satisfied with your meal I think uh, after all this food, uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to have a Diet Coke, you know, just to be healthy. <laughs> In, on a normal day, you would have a regular Coke, but you just you just had all this food, so you'll do the diet. We didn't, talk, diet. We didn't talk about drinks. Uh, I'm a Southern boy, so I, I'll probably get some sweet tea on mine. See, I'm not, I'm not, not, a, I'm not that tea guy. I'm not that tea guy yet. I don't know. Oh, man. I, there's sometimes a tea I like. But then it's like, you know, Florida, we make it like really sweet compared to the north or something like that. Like they Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like I I went to New York one time and they they don't have sweet tea there. I mean, you can ask for it to be sweetened, but tea up north is not 
nearly as sweet as us because I make my own tea for the house. I probably go through a pitcher a week. I know that's probably not the best, but whatever. Um, to to make it, I it's six tea bags and a cup and a half of sugar. That's a fucking lot of sugar. <laughs> so I, I I definitely know our like the southern ways of making tea. Yeah, for me, I drinks. Uh, I had like some wine for Thanksgiving. Like that was good. Like some apple flavored wine. Um, really going into the autumn vibes there. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm feeling pretty good about my meal. I'd swipe right through it. I'd swipe right to your meal too, as well. That's oh, how for sure. I'm swiping right to your meal. I mean, if I wanted to add anything to mine, I'd probably just take from yours. Like maybe some pepperoni stuffing. Uh, that sweet sweet corn casserole, like, gotta try it. I feel like our meals pretty much mesh together. Like that's pretty good. Like that'd be a that'd be a solid Thanksgiving or Christmas meal. I think I'm hosting Friendsgiving next year. Do it, do it, man. Ooh, yeah, good stuff. Um, Ian, yeah. As we're as we're kind of closing out this episode, you know, we've we've had like some Thanksgiving sort of vibes with this, some holiday vibes. What I don't know why my camera zoomed out all of a sudden towards the end of this episode. That was weird. Um, what are you thankful for this year? Ooh, that's a good one. I am thankful for friends. You know, I'm. I, I yeah, I'm thankful for this podcast. Uh, since I've moved to Gainesville, uh, it has been kind of a transition with seeing everybody. I'm two hours away now. Um. I've I've only seen you le- like legit one time since I've moved up here, so I'm thankful for us having this podcast so we can still connect. It's not like we it's not like we don't text every day, which we do, uh, every day. Uh, but you know, just being able to basically make it the excuse to not not force each other to talk to each other, but we make it more of a of a habit to do so with this podcast. So I'm thankful for that. Thank for for you, Grant. You stole my thing too. I was very thankful for friends. It's been yeah. hard without you, Mr. Ian. So yeah. very thankful we have this podcast as well to still stay more connected. Yeah. Just by distance and all that. Yeah. Friends, friends are basically my family too. You know, my family exactly. is my family, but my friends are my family. Everyone's my family. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Friends and property. <laughs> there you go but yeah the, that's that was a good question i i like i like the way we ended that yeah well folks hope you enjoyed this episode hope this inspired your next thanksgiving or your christmas meals as that's coming up but as always i'm your host grant smith and i'm another host ian castro and this has been i swipe right to that thank you thank you have a good night <laughs>